When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of summer. Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming back. It's a great day here in the middle of summer. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hi, hello. Uh, hello, I'm excited. Look at us on video. If we're you're video. listening on audio, we're also on video right now. What a what a moment for you hey, and I. Just, just a... Yeah, but but if you're watching on video, who do you think gets the checks from the podcast and is able to buy stuff? Hey, if you're obviously it's Mr. Fucking Decorations over here. How I know you wanted to turn this into a war early, but let's focus on togetherness and yeah. let's celebrate the fact yeah. that we said we were gonna do something and then we did it. I mean, that is yeah, this is pretty good. This is pretty we good. We could have shown up. We had, there could I have mean, been like a fucking cat dying behind me on a shelf, and they'd have been like, at least it's on tape, man. They told us they told yeah. us they were going tape. Yeah, that's true. We we had somebody from 800 Pound Gorilla, our friend Anthony, come to our places. He flew to set up our studios, to set up the cameras, to set up the recording stuff. I mean, so we were trying the whole time. It's just we need we need lots of help. Is, we need that help. is both a compliment towards Anthony, who is wonderful, and a huge right, indictment right. on both of us. There's no doubt about it. Now, now we've been pretty good at flawless transitions lately. So I'm going to do this. Speaking of people that need help, as you guys know. There's a gentleman named Uncle Ronnie who came into, not my life, but my sister's life a while back. I don't think they have talked forever. But I have had a cousin Ron, right, on my mom's side oh. that has been in my life, has been in my life the whole time. Like, right, like every time that part of the family was around, he was there. Did you not, okay. this is the first time hearing of this, which... uh fucking infuriates me it infuriates me and that's okay we can't melt down this i can't make it about me this early in our first video show but you've had a cousin ronnie this whole time did you just not want to sell more merch what's going on well we can't do cousin ronnie because he's not a ronnie he's just a ron every ron and not ronnie. like neighboring country of iraq but so we uh when I was growing up, he was always in suits and always in, he was like the Tommy Bahama clothes, like all this stuff, right? Even when he was younger, he was just always so well put together. And then he had a medical scare and it changed his whole outlook, right? This is a guy who I don't know that I ever heard swear, make an off color remark, anything when I was a child. And a long time ago, we went to his place in Michigan, uh, him and Carol, they married my cousins, and my cousin Ron had a turkey neck 
hanging from his jorts zipper. This is how much this guy's changed. My grandma walked around the corner, saw it. I mean, it kind of looks like a dick. And so my grandma immediately gets embarrassed, but then is super intrigued. So she goes, oh, oh, like that. That's how my grandma reacted to this turkey neck hanging out of a man's pants. Yes. I have to prioritize here because I've got several questions, but I'm going to hit two of them just so the no story problem. can keep no moving. Turkey, an actual turkey neck and a turkey neck isn't like a phrase like a, you know, that means front of the nutsack. No. It's an actual turkey neck. An actual turkey neck taken from a turkey, the inside of the neck, the esophagus. I don't know if they have tracheas, but it, well, I mean, if I'm it's a male and Adam's apple. and then yeah, all of that stuff hanging out of his jorts. As now a the bit. key there is jorts. Do, well, I'm as as a bit. He's doing okay. yeah. He's doing it as a bit. Yeah, he's walking around. He thinks it's so funny. It's great. He's got an earring now. I mean, I'm telling you, he has changed, and and it's it's out. So I <laughs> asked him. I go, hey man, here. I can't relate to this at all. Somebody who is. Put together, had a medical scare, and then all of a sudden slipped into hillbilly mayhem. No, but you, but this isn't hillbilly mayhem. This is having fun. You've, you've been a trickster your whole life. Sure. This guy, I mean, I, I, maybe he was, maybe I just didn't see it, but I asked him. So my, uh, my cousin Carol has this thing called the art barn in Michigan where people go there and they can paint mugs and they can paint whatever and they put them in the kiln and like wedding parties go there, all this stuff. And they travel six months out of the year. They bring their grandkids. They have this really cool life that you kind of look at and you go, oh shit, how do you do that? And so I actually asked him, I was like, hey, what did you do when you were wearing the suits that lets you do this now that you're wearing the jorts? And he told me, He's an engineer and he and his company had a patent for the machine that scoops powder and, and compresses it into Viagra. What? This guy. Yeah, this guy. So now I've only been calling him Boner King ever <laughs> since I figured this out. This guy is, and, and, and he had Asia was his territory for this. And so all of the, you know, Chinese businessmen that get so hammered to make sure a deal is legit and they then they can't get boners afterwards, that's when cousin Ron comes in and he's like, guys, no problem. I got you. My cousin Ron is the Walter White of 65 plus. He just makes boner pit this and and it's interesting that now he's traveling around going on all these trips around the world for six months at a time being carried on the shoulders of boners. And I am so thrilled to know like there's sometimes where I see like an old guy smiling since I've heard this story and I go, you can thank my cousin Ron for that. I really want to just start telling people that he is the one. That is, I mean, just think about that shit. That is fucking crazy. For generations, men 
that what that have outlived their dicks just had to put up with it and it's probably why you know i mean it, it's it's pretty insane and now my cousin ron steps in makes a machine that can take powder compress it a little bit right into i mean i am i've never been more proud of a human being in my life cousin ron the asian boner king is probably the best moniker yeah. That's what I'm saying. I've ever heard. Sounds like a mattress salesman. It sounds like something a mattress salesman would put on their thing. It's like, hey, I'm the boner king. Come on down. It's president day sale. I'm the boner king. But Ron legit. Cousin Ron legit is the boner And it was an Asian. I'm going to start calling him Captain Ron. Captain, well, Captain yeah. Ron, great movie. But it was in Asia. So if you did that commercial, we'd probably get this podcast canceled if you did that version of that. Well, that's why I didn't do that version. Very smart yeah. of you. Will you, yeah. when you get to the age... Now, here's the thing. I, I do believe sexual drive is a spectrum, if you will. I think there... Sure. I think everything's a spectrum. Yeah, you're right. It's there's asexual right. to that guy likes sex way too much. That guy That needs guy fun. should talk to someone. And I think on that scale... You're on the more, not the help side, but you are more, you got a lot of, you got a lot of testosterone running through you. I think you're, you. I'm sexual. I'm a sexual we are, human being. Yeah. You are, we are both sexual. You, do you think, two questions. One, there will be a point in your life where you're still interested in sex and your peen isn't. And if so... I don't think so. See, that's uh, if there is. Are you a the moment your your fella is like I'm out? Are you gonna Uncle Ron in Asia it, or are you just gonna go? You know, I think it's time that I get into bird watching. Well, I'm definitely not gonna do B. Don't be a fucking idiot. I'm sorry I'm yelling at you, but come on. Now, secondly, I don't think I'm gonna even need A, and I'll tell you why this is happening. Because hey, if you are one of my children or are dating one of my children, please turn this podcast off right now or skip ahead two minutes. I'm giving you a chance. This is your chance. Okay. I will tell you right now, dude, I still, I've talked about this before. I still get boners. Like I'm a teenager. It is so insane. It's like my dick has the worst case of FOMO you've ever seen where I'll just be like sitting at a coffee shop and all of a sudden my dick's like, hey, I want to I want to know what's going on. You're like, what are you doing here? And I'm doing nothing. I'm not thinking about sex. I'm not uh, looking at anything sexual. I'm going to be like writing in my notebook something that couldn't be further from sex. And all of a sudden my dick is like, what do you guys got going on here? I don't know. I'm actually a little terrified. I'm and I don't want to put this out into the universe, but I'm a little terrified that I'm going to get boners too, too, too long. So like I'll be in a, a nursing home or something and then I'll just be getting boners when these these high school kids are in there being like, hey, do you want to play checkers? I'll be like, <laughs> sorry, I got a boner. Now King I'm wearing me. sweatpants because I my my fingers aren't nimble enough to button my pants. So I wear sweatpants. And it's like now I got to now I got to. Yeah, King, I got to <laughs> sit here with a boner. And they're like, we're going to take your pills away. It's like they're not pills. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, it is pretty wild that, I mean, I, 
it's I'm just not worried about it for sure anytime soon because it is absolutely ridiculous. The it's an easy joke, but yeah, the the you know, we won't be able to close the bottom half of your coffin. Way too easy a joke. But but true. I mean, except for this yeah. part. We if we that's where that's if where we had the skinny it. jeans of coffins. Like if we if we did a low <laughs> clearance coffin like let's say you inevitably <laughs> which we know is a possibility, you blow all your money. It's gonzo. So by the time yeah, see by you. the time they pump you into the ground, it's, you know, hey, you guys could get the coffin with the 12-inch clearance, you know, all the way around or sure. You could sure. get this thin coffin and it's going to save you about $1800 and I think, you know, Isaac and Olivia are smart enough to know that a box don't matter. And so we actually, that's been, we have t-shirts that say that. <laughs> we have t-shirts that say a, a box don't matter. Mostly I gave it, I gave this t-shirt to Isaac. I was like, hey, concentrate on your studies. <laughs> a box don't matter. Now, Wait, um, I'm going to get cremated. <laughs> Go ahead with your cremate. I was going to talk about my erections, but you go. No one is going to love what's happening. Oh, I'm just, I'm just telling you, I'm going to get cremated. So if it's one of those like low clearance w w openings where they just barely get a body inside because they don't want the heat escaping, then we're going to have like a situation like a thong, where thong, they go thong. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like one of those things where you're like, oh, God damn, we have to, we have to tuck this back. It's like a, um, you know those, uh, like on an umbrella, when you have to push the button in order for it to and extend? And it's so hard to get it to go back in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, what's gonna, that's what they're going to have to do. What about your, talk about your boners for the people having soon. You, <laughs> the, um, I know it was just the other night when we got home from Atlanta. I don't know, sometimes, do you sleep easy on the nights you, you fly? I don't sleep ever. Great, uh... The yeah. yeah, I will do that falling in and out of sleep for a couple hours and like wake startling back awake. The thing where you have really sure. vivid dreams and you remember all of them. And I yeah. was like pumping in and out of nightmares, like nightmare, 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 awake, nightmare, <laughs> nightmare, nightmare, awake. So I'm sliding in and out of nightmares. And when I finally like, because you know, when you wake up from those, you're not really totally awake you just oh that was scary and then you're back into it and i woke yeah. up at the end of it where i was like i need to get out of bed and move so when i go back to sleep i can get out of the nightmare cycle and i remember getting up and i was like sure it's not great that i have a break through the wall erection given what i remember about these <laughs> nightmares that i've been having <laughs> Like, I know you get them when you sleep, but when you directly remember the weird, awful, non-sexual, horrific shit you were dreaming about, you're like, oh, what a yeah. cool response. Yeah, just just the scene from Braveheart where he's being dismembered and you're like, oh, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Can't wait to wake up with this diamond cutter. When we were, uh, so we were in Atlanta. It was nice. I brought, I brought the Jenna with. And yeah, Ooh, the okay. Jenna came with and we had very different ideas of what to do with our time. She wanted to yeah. go see the, yeah, the Botanical Gardens. Have you been to the Botanical Gardens in Atlanta? 
No, is it, are they plants? Yep, yeah, that is, yes, plants. Yeah. Good for you. And. Thank you. I wanted to go, I like history. I, if I'm in a town that has a presidential library, don't care whose it is, I'm going, right? I'm fascinated by history. I'm fascinated by presidents. So I suggested they have the Jimmy Carter uh, presidential museum, which sure. all politics aside, best human being to ever be the president. Incredible. He did seem like a really incredible nice human man with what he's done with his time. So I said, uh, she said, I think we should go to the botanical gardens. And I said, I think we should go to the Jimmy Carter presidential museum. And she goes, fuck you, nerd. She was like, I'm not. <laughs> I've never do you know do you know how hard the word nerd hits when someone's saying it that wants to go walk around thank a plant you. garden? Thank you. That is wild. That takes the word nerd from here way up. And I don't here. even agree with her assessment, but it was so cutting and she didn't she kept making like she kept digging at me about homework and all it was just fucking mean it was mean so we went to the botanical gardens which i did wrap it back around that meanness because i thought it was really funny to be in a place where people were able to keep this many flowers alive given jenna's she's the jack kevorkian of flowers right i was walking around (laughs) telling people she has an arsenic thumb I was I was bits galore at this place. It oh, was a lot it. of fun. Um, so at the Botanical Gardens, they have a, I think it's it's a multi-floor parking structure. And okay, but just we we kind of glossed over something here. So she won the argument, and you guys are now at the Botanical Gardens. Yes. Yeah. I don't so know that she wants me. Terrifies me. Like, she said what she wanted. Well, you're at the botanical garden. I, I don't said know. what I wanted. She roasted me, and I went, "Okay, botanical gardens." Like, yeah. How how has she not learned that if you want to do something and she wants to do something, if you go to what she wants to do, all you're doing on the way there is coming up with ways to yeah, ruin. It. I don't understand it at all. I think she knew. I'd kind of settled on like, we'll go to the the botanical gardens and then afterwards, maybe we could go to the Jimmy Carter Museum. But if you've never been to Atlanta, okay. it's the worst place to go from one place to another place. Yeah, a lot of people stay home. Terrific. So we're walking around the botanical gardens. Also, there, I took a step and like stumbled. I was like, what the f- fuck was that? And I looked down and it was this long... A rug outdoors. The botanical gardens are mostly outdoors. It's this long rug. And then I kind of went back and stepped on it. And it was a rug covering like a big hole in the sidewalk. You know how people in the woods try to trap a bad guy or a bear by putting a bunch of sticks across a giant hole? That's what it was. And I walked over to somebody working. (laughs) I was like, hey, just a heads up. Somebody home alone to the hole in your sidewalk over there. I don't think that's great. She goes, yeah, I've been seeing people stumble over there all day. I was like, well, do you think you should investigate it? (laughs) Everybody at the Botanical Gardens is so old. There couldn't have been more than a dozen real hips and knees in this place. You can't let these blue hairs 
just walk across some employee's booby trap? What are you guys doing? You know who's a national hero of botanical gardens everywhere? My cousin Ron. So, <laughs> so the parking structure, it is a multi-level unit, like most parking structures. Okay. And like most parking structures, sure. when you leave and you're going down it, you go down one end and you turn and then you come all the way down the other end and then you turn and it's like a loop. And sure. also mm-hmm. like most parking structures, in the corner of the parking garage is a stairwell that goes to all units. Have I painted right. a picture that works? I'm following you and I think because of that, I, I assume our most listeners people. are. So we are at the top level of the parking garage and we loop-de-loop down one level okay. And then we loop-de-loop down the next level. And as we are coming around the next level and we are passing the staircase, there is an older white lady with a big, Mm -hmm. bushy white dog. And let me, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Well, let me ask you a question. How excited do you think I was until you said dog? The, do you, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this correctly. But how do you think you would handle something supernatural, paranormal, like an alien, you know, seeing an alien, like a real ghost? I think that'd fuck me up. Yes. You walk into your bedroom and there's a ghost in a rocking chair. You you rub a lamp and a genie comes out. God speaks to you. Some of these things that are a part of like mythical, paranormal stuff that we as a society accept to be not real, but we go, oh, that'd be, I think there's this idea like if that happened, that'd be interesting, intriguing, amazing. But how do you think you'd handle the reality of it? Oh, not great. I'd shut down immediately and uh, probably sit in a corner for about seven to 14 days. I also, turns out, would handle it very, very poorly. We (laughs) pass this staircase and it is older white woman, giant bushy white dog. Very specific giant bushy dog. And then we go down all the way down and we loop. And we come all the way back, all the way back. And we loop. And then we're going by the staircase on the one lower level. And there is an older white woman with a very specific giant furry dog. And I look at... Jen and I'm like, how the fuck did they get down here that fast? And then we go down, all the way down, down, and we loop. And we come all the way back, 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 and we loop. And we go by the staircase again. And there's an older white woman, Chad, with a very specific giant white dog. And I fucking fell apart. On the the next (laughs) loop... My brain didn't go anywhere near logic. Like, maybe that's how they greet people. You know, I didn't think they had an old white lady, white dog policy, which is probably the only rational reason. Either that or somehow this woman, this is her bit. But in that down and back, I was like, oh my God, I died at the botanical gardens. I'm in hell, which is a never escaping. (laughs) Like, I've fallen into the twilight zone. And not even jokingly, I'm not doing bits with Jenna. I am gripped to my steering wheel like... What the fuck is happening? So there's no world where if I see a ghost, I'm going to handle it well. I'm not equipped for any... The relief that I felt 
when the second to bottom floor had no white woman and no dog, I was like, we broke the curse. We're, we're going to make it. Jesus Dude, Christ. Your it, was like, it was like a, a 35 second nightmare is what it was. That sounds really fun. Did you get a boner? No, this one was, there was just too much worry in it. I, but I don't, too, I don't too. understand it. I don't understand. The dog was, it was like a big husky-ish dog. It'd be hard to grow another dog exactly like that dog. So I don't know what's happening. Or if there's just like an old white I mean, lady who that's her thing. Like I fuck with people in the garage. I have no answers. Well, do you, do you think that when you were going around in your car that she just went down one flight of stairs? But here's the thing. She wasn't. So the stairs are, it's like an, it's enclosed, right? It's not like a big open stairs. You walk through, it's an open doorway, but you walk through a, an open doorway into the stairwell. And she wasn't like searching around. She was standing in front of the stairway with the leash, with the dog, just kind of looking out. So it's not like oh. she was searching or like peeking her head out going, oh, nope, I'm on the next floor. It wasn't any of that stuff. It was like, sure. like she was sitting there like a lawn gnome, like a decoration. That's what felt weird about it. Yeah, I think she was lost. I mean, so I'll, I will always. Yeah, you be know, able to you talk know, a lot of old white of... women with giant dogs who can make it down a tons, flight of stairs tons. faster than I can loop a single small parking garage. You know how many white ladies with a giant dog I need to know to make that plausible? One motherfucker. I don't need to know a bunch of them. Just one, and I send them to Atlanta, and I. I obviously I know where because we have a Find Your Friends app on our phones because we like to know where we are. And I know where you're going, and I send them there. That's what I do. Now, here's what I think happened. I think that you knew where I was a couple days ago, and you sent someone to fuck with me. That's what I think. Because, listen, I will be the first one to tell you, if you are watching your phone loudly without headphones, oh, sure. my go-to is... I'll go, hey, did that phone come with headphones? You should use them. I'll say it all the time. I'll go, hey, man, not everybody wants to listen to that. I'll say something, sure. right? I was on an airplane one time, and the, the guy came on, the PA, and he goes, hey, I uh, don't want to call anybody out individually, but if you're watching a television show without headphones, please use your headphones. <laughs> I mean, people are doing this on fucking airplanes, just full yeah. volume, Watching it like everyone else watch, wants to watch Quincy. Fuck you, dude. No one wants to watch Quincy. It sucks. So I'm always like, hey, if you just have your headphones in, always, no, no question. There is not one situation where you should not be wearing headphones if there's sound sure. involved. I was walking across a, a, it's a walking bridge from like downtown Minneapolis to let's call the neighborhood St. Anthony, Maine, right? And it's this really cool bridge where people can bike, people can walk, uh, no cars are allowed. And then you're walking over the Mississippi River and you get a really cool view of mm -hmm. the falls, right? They're not huge, but right now they're very powerful because it's, it's still spring. And so I hear something and I don't know what it is. It's like, uh, oh, 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 and I hear that. And so I'm like looking around going, is someone 
Someone yeah. fucking on this bridge? Did my cousin Ron show up and start handing pills out? What's going on on this bridge? And then all of a sudden I'm looking and it's just like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, it was fucking wild. And I can't find what's happening. And then it's getting close like a train. And all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh. And I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, am I hearing things? Am I hearing that bad? I mean, I'm expecting this to end with, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And it's a fucking dude running as fast as he can for exercise and everyone he passes turns around like they have been sexually assaulted and they should have because he was like oh 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 and everyone's looking at each other like what's happening right now and this guy is just running so i'm going to tell you something i'm wrong i'm willing to admit when i'm wrong there are situations where you should not have headphones in. For the love of fuck, turn your music down and realize that you sound like you're being fucked by a bull. Just cut the shit, dude. Nobody needs to run that fast. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care what you're training for. I don't care what your ultimate goal is. There is no way you need to run at a speed that makes you go, oh, oh, oh. It's so crazy to me. And, and unless you're like fucking robbing a bank, how would you, you're running and you're just, oh, oh, you have the bag of money. That is like those guys that got caught when they robbed the store and they had the light up shoes. It's like, just stop with the bullshit. It was it was so disturbing. This is my old white lady with a puffy dog. This is what makes me shut down. I wanted to hold on to the bridge. I wanted to hold on to one of the railing pieces of the bridge and have someone walk me to safety. It was so disgusting and so disturbing. And I wish I could have followed him home. And I wish I could have done that outside his window every time he tries to go to sleep. Because this happened several days ago. And I, I still can't stop thinking about it. It's pretty, you don't hear a lot of runner moaners. Tennis, the, uh, uh, like yeah. that, that's always, you know, that's yeah. more synonymous in culture. But I don't, I don't know that I ever, back when I could run, I don't know that I ever felt the need to groan it out. I did, I did play in a basketball league in my 20s. And there was a guy who was on another team. And when he would guard you, because if you're down in the post, he was a big guy. And if he guard you, if you get the ball down in the post, the moment you got it, because, you know, when you're guarding someone in the post, you kind of you're really up against them. Right. You're you're kind of leaning on them sure. or you've got a hand on the low back. You're kind of trying to see what they would sure. do. Um, and he would just go. Huh, huh, huh. Very yeah. funny, very effective. The first couple times down the court, you'd be yeah. like, what? And so, you know, one or two turnovers yeah. can change a game. So I that I always thought that was a good strategy. But I've never seen someone moan yeah. their way through a run. Yeah, I mean, I've used sexual stuff like that too before where, um, speaking of basketball, I'm not tall, mm -hmm. right? I can't. I mean, there was a time I felt like I could jump out of the gym, but I can't anymore. And so if I'm ever playing basketball now... 
I have to, in order to box out, I use homophobia to my advantage. You know, I, I know where I'm at. I check the voting maps. And so anytime I'm in a red area, I will put my butthole right on the crotch of another sure. man. And I will, all of a sudden, they will back up and I have nothing but room sure. to grab that yeah. rebound. And all of a sudden, now I'm like the rebound, I'm like the Dennis Rodman of pickup basketball without all the other yeah. stuff. And so I get it. But, but, and I've, you know what? Sometimes I go to the gym and sometimes I run sprints on the treadmill and I sound like a goddamn Clydesdale. There's no doubt about it. People are Just looking, thump, they're like, thump, that's going to break, thump, dude. Thump. Yeah, it's, it's fucking horribly loud. And so, but never, and I've been so tired that I've had to jump off the treadmill, put my feet on mm -hmm. the sides and like lean over and I'm sweating profusely where it's hitting the, the mat, right? The, the, like this, the belt. But never in my life, I've been so, t I've been ready to puke and I've been like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like I'm in, like I'm having a baby, but I'm never, I never sound like I'm making a baby. Just the, oh, oh, oh. I mean, it was unfucking believable. This guy, it, it like have a little self-awareness. What in the world? What do you, if I could go back and maybe this is my body doesn't work anymore now. Um, but if I could go back to when I exercised a lot, I think I would pivot away from the heavy duty. He like I understand why people are into that. I'm not criticizing that. But I think, I think I'm more of a movement yoga, light ex, you know, that sort of strengthening sure. stuff more than some of these people. And some of them are. So if you're training for a triathlon or like a you know yeah. one of those obstacle courses. There's reasons to do stuff, but you ever see someone who's lifting weights and you're like, I don't think you're going to get drafted, dude. You're 43. I don't think you're going to be in the league. Right. Do you think, think you should take it easy? I'm a little worried about the noise you're making right now. Yeah. Sometimes you see people doing lifts and you go, did you go to a psychic and did they tell you that you're going to die with a car on top of you and you need to fucking lift the car off? Is that your thing? Because that's too much. They have like wrist wraps yeah. and elbow wraps and like knee wraps, but not even it's their bench pressing and they have knee wraps because that's how much they put their, their ass into it. And it's like, this is too much weight. If you need to wrap your entire body, it's just too much. What are you doing? Why do you need to be that On the strong? flight to Atlanta, the guy in the seat next to me across the aisle was one of those like jacked body old face guys. I always get a big kick out of those where okay. you're like, you look over, you're like, oh my gosh, look at that guy's fucking biceps. And then you chase the biceps up and you're like, oh my gosh, look at this man's pecs. And then you get to the neck and you're like, yeah. oh no, this is a very old man. And it's a lot yeah, of turkey it, skin. Yeah. Yeah. They call it, I think they call them raisin heads. It's a lot of these guys that are doing uh, the. Uh, That's what Uncle Ronnie's trying to do. Whatever cure. it's called. Our cousin Ronnie. I fucked the but joke I, up. I'm going home. I am home. <laughs> That's how I felt all weekend Man, in Atlanta. I fucked the joke up. I'm going home. <laughs> no, but these guys that do the CrossFit mm -hmm. and they're just so, and then, yeah, you follow it up, but they call, they call them raisin heads, I Great guess, because it's, you know, well, I mean, your face is like supposed to have elasticity, but once you're a bigger dude in your, let's say your forties and all of a sudden you're in your sixties and you're ripped up. It doesn't have anywhere to go. There's no, 
There's no stuff left. There's no puffing left. Speaking of not being know. a man, transition. Uh, and I don't know that we were speaking to that. The point is, I don't think we. I'd were. like to end by discussing lawn care. Oh, great! So we we had been removing some gardens and we put down sod. And so we hired okay. a company to come out and put down sod, you know, dig the gardens okay. out and put, and they did a very, very good job. But there is yep. two things. I didn't realize how I'm not a, I'm not a lawn guy. I'm not a lawn guy. You know me. I don't, I don't we believe know. in chemicals on the lawn. Whenever I see someone overwatering their lawn so they can have a perfect green lawn, I have a pretty big problem with that, and I become pretty insufferable. So sure. I'll save all of that right now. I'm going to put that in a little pocket, little compartment, and I'm going to set it over sure. here. But yep. I think I understand it better because I care about this sod. I care about it a lot. And I'm. Okay. it's pathetic how quickly I am just a guy who stands on the driveway like, I wonder if it's growing right. Like, I'm researching... And maybe it's because it costs money. I don't know what it is, but it is so important to me. Granted, our house kind of looked like a construction zone on both sides of it because we had to redo sure. the deck and all this stuff. So this now finally makes our house look like a normal place. But it's pathetic okay. how much I became a lawn guy after going at lawn guys pretty hard for a pretty long sure. time. Well, I don't think you had a lawn for a long time, did you? I mean, so here's what I, th I think happens. When we're boys, we're made to do all the yard work. And so we're like, fuck this. I'm not getting... When this house gets sold, I'm not getting any money. Why am I... Why do I have to do all this yard work? And then you go through apartments and you're like, I don't give a shit. I'm not doing it. That's not my... Uh-uh. That's part of why it's great living in an apartment because we don't have to do the, the lawn stuff. And then you have a lawn for like two or three years and you're like, I'm not taking care of this shit. What do I want to be on better homes and garden magazine? No, I don't care. And then something happens where you are fucking bored or you have, you know, there's just not a lot going on. And then someone comes by and throws down some sod and you're like, I'm going to have to make sure that this sod connects to the <laughs> earth. So this makes everything look nice. I don't want to have it look like someone tiled my yard with brown sod <laughs> and we it a, a, a switch it's, flips they say that thing that dad new dads talk about new parents talk about when they're kids when i looked into my son's eyes i like they dramatize this big emotional moment that's actually just biology it's a literal chemical biological reaction that when you see your offspring not everybody has it but that's this big magical moment that parents spew about that's what happened to me right. with the sod i was like i didn't even re i'm watching youtube videos on sod it's it sucks it sucks <laughs> when my dad I when suck. my dad was uh, when i was handed to my dad the first time my mom told me this amazing story where he looked into my eyes and he said no i think i was right abortion <laughs> The, the 
God, if only he could see you and make money off you now. <laughs> According to our favorite comedy writer, he might be out there still willing to do it. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's alive in Las Vegas. Which sounds like a great place to do a live podcast. The, I, it's the sod itself. Okay, I will also say that I take pride. I used to take pride in being able to do some things myself. That's been a huge adjustment for me. You know that um, sure. as my friend. Yeah. Uh, it is still pretty hard to have manual laborers show up at your house at 8 a.m. Mm. and already be doing physical labor and you stroll out on the driveway in <laughs> pajama pants like looks pretty good guys i know it doesn't look yeah. like i work hard but i do thank you and you just go back it's it makes me feel so it makes me feel so self-conscious to have people working at my house oh well anytime you look at those guys and you think like man i just don't feel good enough right now just remember you've never run and gone oh 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 just remember that because that's what's getting me through every single fucking day right now hey if you guys like this uh there will be a new episode next monday and every single monday at 8 a.m so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work <laughs>